0: With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather round a campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron.
1: I want to uh, just tell you that I've been doing a lot of studying. I've been doing a lot of uh, thinking. I've been listening to a lot of different people express their ideas. And a lot of things concern me about what's going on in our country. And yet I have great reason for hope because I know that revival breaks out on the heels of great decline, moral decline and spiritual decline and, and political and economic decline can sometimes be the very wake up call that we need as the family of faith to say, Oh God, you're shaking us. You're, 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 you're sounding the alarm so that we can wake up and get involved. And I'm believing that that is exactly what we are experiencing right now. What about all all the rest of the family of faith who are driving in their cars right now, or maybe they're asleep or they're in the middle of taking care of their family, or maybe they're at work, uh, and they're going to be watching later or watching tomorrow or or those who've never even heard of the American Campfire Revival. Um, there are so many of us, and I believe that we are waking up the great army of compassion and courage, and we're going to see a, a revival in our day. I'm believing that. We've been going through uh, a book written by my friend, uh, Dr. Marshall Foster, and it's called The American Covenant, uh, The Untold Story. And we've been walking through history and then applying it to our day today. And That's what I love about history. It's not like CNN or Fox or NBC or ABC or, or any other news station that has the ability to um, try to interpret what's going on today. Um, well, that's what they try to do, but you and I don't know whether it's really the right spin or not. But history is so great. <clears throat> because we can look through the lens of God's word in the Bible at the events in the past, and we look, we can look and see that God's word is always true. Covenant keepers win, covenant breakers lose. When we get in partnership with God, it always results in blessing. When we get out of partnership with God, we suffer. And so that's why this book is so important. The true picture of of uh, the future based on what has already happened in the past. America has three great keys. We've talked a lot about them, but, but particular faith, character, and private property. Those are three massive concepts that I know many of you uh, already hold dear, but we're, we're we're losing our grip on them in pop culture. Faith in God, character, and private property. Real quickly, faith, that is the desire and the ability to love and depend on God, to provide for you, to protect you. Faith is absolutely essential. Believing in God and his promises, trusting, relying, and depending upon him. Character, that is voluntarily working hard, doing the right thing without being told, and voluntarily loving and taking care of your neighbor. Those two things, faith and compassion, morality, George Washington said, were the two indispensable supports of this republic. And thirdly, the concept of private property. Private property is talking about the idea that you get to keep what you've worked for. Your work is an expression of your, your vitality, of your life, of your ideas, your creativity. The time that you've been given on earth, you're pouring into something and you get to keep the fruit of your labor so that you can provide for the health and well-being of your family and have a surplus, an overflow to give to others. Now, if you remove those three things, we get disaster. If you remove faith, if you take away faith, what you're left with is human pride and ego, and you and I will end up serving our lower nature. That's why we see so much bad news on the news, people who have forgotten God. If you take away character, voluntarily, voluntary hard work and compassion, you wind up with laziness and greed. If you take away the idea of private property in America or in any nation, what you're left with is ultimately uh, you work hard for somebody else and they will take what you have and spend it however they want. It usually ends up uh, being in the form of a government knows best program. Uh, You don't get to keep what you have. Usually an all-powerful big government will say, we know what's best, we'll take it from you, and then we'll do with it what we think is best. Now, just so that you know, the Government best Knows Best program, as I affectionately like to call it, is delighted to replace all three, faith, character, and private property. They would happily replace faith and your love and dependence on God with a love and dependence upon the government to take care of you and to protect you and to provide for everything that you need. And in that scenario, the government becomes your God your provider, protector, and your source of rule and authority, and they make all of the laws. Not in America. We make the laws by electing representatives who represent our values, and then they uh, govern in order to serve the, the, the values and the desires of we the people. But government is also delighted to take over this idea of character where you voluntarily work hard. In fact, what they'll do is they'll actually say, well, we don't need character. We'll just make you work hard. We'll just force you. We'll comp, we'll compel you to comply. And governments that are like this, they just threaten you and intimidate until, uh, you bend the knee and do what they say. And as for taking care of your neighbor and the, and those who need help, they say, we'll gladly do that. We'll do that. Uh, we'll have you pay for it with your taxes, and then we'll take care of them, only they don't really take care of them, they take care of themselves. And then often uh, the scraps are, are what gets given to uh, those who actually need it. This is what happens in godless, self-serving, big power, government knows best programs. And then of course, they're delighted to take over your private property uh, because that would be greedy, they would say, for you to keep that private property, all the stuff that you've worked for because you probably have too much. And so we'll take that from you, government knows best, and we'll distribute it. Uh, and we'll tell you where all of it's going to go. Now, the great news about history is that all of this stuff has been tried so many times, and we can look and see what happened. What were the results? Well, we talked about the pilgrims in Plymouth, and we talked about the colonists down in Jamestown in early America. And In Jamestown, they discovered pretty quickly that the Government Knows Best program failed. They failed. Um, ultimately, they were finding that the lazy folks didn't want to work and they depended on the hard working folks to make up uh, the difference. They under- found out that uh, the, money dis- the money redistribution program was a big flop. And so what they did is they switched to dividing small plots of land up for each individual as his own property. And they said, here you go. Here's your property. We're not going to take it from you. You go ahead and work that property, grow as much food as you can, and you get to keep it.
0: Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family, has been using Christian Healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron.
1: All of a sudden, things began to change. All of a sudden they weren't starving. All of a sudden there was abundance. Listen to this from uh, the American Covenant Book. From the moment that uh, from the moment that industry had the certain prospect of a profit, as soon as they learned that they were going to make a profit off of their their business on their land, it advanced with rapid progress. All of a sudden, their businesses started to grow. All of a sudden, their barns were overflowing. Their cups were overflowing. Everyone was working hard and producing so much. This was amazing. Well, why was that? Was it because suddenly uh, giving them private property magically produced character in them? No. No, it, it really didn't produce character. But what it did do is it produced hard work and abundance because they saw that they could get ahead. They could make a profit. And all they really did in giving people private property was tapping into a true principle, a true law of the universe, just like the law of gravity. uh, You could tap into that and take a waterfall and use it to power a hydroelectric uh, generator. You could tap into the law of aerodynamics and get a a plane that weighs tons and tons uh, to be able to overcome the law of gravity and float through the air at amazing speeds. And if you give people private property, and allow them to keep what they work for, all of a sudden you'll realize that there is a law that says God blesses hard work. The hands that work hard will ultimately be blessed and they will be producing things. Now, what do you do with all of that abundance? Do you keep it for yourself? Well, here's where character actually comes in. If you add character and voluntary compassion to private property and hard work, now you'll have such an abundance that you can bless your neighbor without having a government knows best program steal your money and tell you what to do with it. Isn't that a better deal? If you have hard work and private property and we allow everyone to have private property they will naturally want to work hard because they get to benefit from their hard work. And if you add character and compassion for your neighbor to that, suddenly you experience the blessing of God and you're able to take care of your family and others. And if you're in need, others will take care of you rather than the great big government knows best program who says, we'll take all of that, thank you very much, steal what you've made and then decide how it's going to be used. So let me ask you this question. I've been talking a lot. I want to ask you a question. If a godly man came into office in your state, became the governor of your state, or a godly person became the president of the United States, and there were godly congressmen and, uh, senators and representatives, if, if, if revival broke out in the land, and they came into office and if they cut your taxes so that you could keep 90% of your money, because you don't get to keep that right now. If you're, if you're working hard and you're, and you're making a good, li- you don't get to keep that. You don't get to keep hardly half of it. But if you could keep 90% of all the money that you make, would you give generously to help others with that extra money or would you keep it for yourself? Now, I know it's easy to say, well, I'd give I I would, I'd give it to other people. That's commendable. If you think about it right now, you are willing to let the government take a lot of your money. And you may say, well, I don't have a choice. Well, well, I mean, there are choices, but the alternatives are, uh, Are hard and difficult. But right now, you are submitting to the laws of the government that say that they can take an awful lot of your money. So my question is, would you and I be willing to give just as much money to take care of other people and give to the poor and love our neighbor if we were allowed to keep all that money that the government is taking? Would you you be willing to give half as much as you're currently letting the government take and use it to help other people? Or would you want to keep it for yourself? I'm not trying to to get inside of your business. I'm asking myself the same questions. Do you and I have the kind of character to voluntarily give our hard-earned money to help the needy, to feed the hungry, to adopt the orphans, to support widows, to care for our elderly and treat the sick the way that God has, has, has tasked us to do. Because that's the only alternative to the government knows best, take your money and do it themselves program, which is very inefficient and, 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 and wrong. But the only alternative is God's world works in such a way that We're only successful when we have faith and character and compassion for other people. And he'll discipline us if we don't. And the almighty government will gladly step in to replace your compassion. And they will promise to do all the work that you and I won't do if we are greedy and selfish or lazy. God won't be mocked. And you and I have the opportunity to be the channels of revival in our country. If we don't like the way that things are, let's not, let's stop complaining about it. Let's stop cursing the darkness and let's start shining a light. And many of you are already. That's what we're here trying to do at the campfire revival. I want to read this to you from Acts chapter three, verses 19 and 20. Now repent of your sins, turn from your wicked ways and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment, times of revival will come from the Lord. That's what I'm banking on. I am banking on times of revival coming to America so that we can once again be a shining city on a hill and people say, wow, what happened there? Who, who, who brought about that change? You know what? It was the family of faith who fell on their faces. They turned to God and they said, oh God, revive us again so that we can honor you and we will be a blessing to you. It's up to us brothers and sisters we need to step up to the to the plate we need to double down on faith on character voluntary compassion and hold on to our private property so that we can be a blessing to one another and to those outside the family of faith so that they'll want to join us god bless you guys
0: Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.